Hello, Mental Illness Podcast fam. This is Amira coming to you with the third episode of the Mental Illness Podcast. Um, in this series, Preserve Your Body, we are diving into the things um, of our body and of you know of God, and just talking about the important one of the most important creations God has created. And um, I'm really a passion. I'm like really passionate about this series, especially the Preserve Your Body, um, because, you know, I'll be diving into, as I said, one of the most underappreciated creations God has created for us. And the I feel like the most under-researched and just a lot about this this series is so essential and so important to longevity on this earth as we have a plan. Um, we have a purpose. I mean, that God has, you know, given us to, to fulfill, you know, in his will, we're assisting God in his will. And it's, we have a part in how we live on this earth, how we eat and what we do with our lives. And I feel like, you know, what we intake and a lot of things that we witness or have, you know, consumed, whether it be physically or spiritually or emotionally, isn't healthy. And it's time that we take a moment and explore, you know, these things and just being transparent with ourselves and making changes to a godly lifestyle. Throughout the Bible, God has given us a lot of tools um, about, you know, a godly lifestyle. And, um, and I feel like we tend to skip over those things. We look for what we want to see in the Bible, but we need to examine the whole Bible in its fullness. Um, it being a spiritual book only just means that every time you, you really get into it and as your life and situations change and events happen, you get more new revelations every time. So I just want to just share some things with you about what God has instilled and, um, in his word and what he has revealed to me and what I've been, what I've been instructed to do. So God, I just ask you, father, to forgive us of our sins and God, just let your will be done and not ours. As I give information, as I read your word and speak to the listener, God, I just ask you, Lord, let there be revelation in them. Let there be a fresh fire, God, for reading your word and seeking the things of you that they have never thought of or never ever gave energy to because they maybe didn't know about what your word said about these certain topics. But God, I'm glad and thankful that you are God and that you're so smart and so intelligent and so omnipresent that you have protected us since the beginning. And I thank you, Lord. And I pray, God, that let your will be done and you flow through me as I speak and give information I love you, God, and I ask you all these things in your precious and holy son, Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's get into it. So in the beginning, as I said, where it all begins, Genesis chapter one, what was created on the third day? Well, we know on the first day, God created light day and night. The second day, he created heaven. And now to the third day. He created the lands and he gave this void place that we call home a name, earth. He created the seas. He created the grass, the plants that have their own seeds. And 
he gave us self-sustaining plant life. But I love something out that God did also. Do you remember? Yes, that. The phrase, God saw it and it was good, is crucial. Do you have a favorite show or food? When people ask you about that show or that restaurant spot, you typically would say, it's good. You know, it's really good. And good being satisfying, enjoyable, or of great quality. Now, let's think of God's definition of good to be satisfying or uh, and of uh, great quality to God. That means it agrees with God's standards and divine law. Ooh, man, isn't that something? So why do we treat the earth so bad? He called it good. God called it good. We throw trash out our car windows. We spit our gum on the ground. We barely recycle. Corporations put in trash in the oceans, affecting the weather with pollution and other immoral means that we have adapted. God himself spent time creating this world and replenishing it with so much. It was, an, it was a void rock in space. And look what it is. Look what he did to it. You know, what have we done with our dominion? Well, God spent the third day creating the plants that not only have seeds to reproduce, but that hold importance. God didn't create these gifts and wonders as decoration. They have purpose. Even the beautiful flowers out in your yard, the dandelions, they have a purpose. Did you know that dandelion is a diuretic pill? You can use it as a detox. It has purpose. There is so many, there are so many natural and healthy remedies to aid us in our everyday life. We would rather put poison, like all these different medications that these doctors, a lot of which they don't care about you and your health and other self-meds that do more harm than good. Most of which, which create more problems than they solve, than they're, they're intended to solve. You know, they're created to solve problems, but it seems like when you get those side of side effects may include death. Like what? I just got psoriasis. Why do I want to die? <laughs> I shouldn't. Remember, I, I have said this in a previous episode that you can know every scripture you know, and, um, and if you're not physically, if you're not physically or spiritually healthy, you're out of order. We have to equip ourselves with more than the Bible. God has given us tools that he's created and we need to learn and teach ourselves and edify ourselves on them. So let's dive right into some research I did on the plants and natural remedies. In this episode, I will only be skimming the surface and I mean skimming the surface because this is just a few topics. This is just only the tip of the iceberg. This episode will include high high blood pressure or hypertension, arthritis, and uh, maybe some respiratory disorders. We'll see. We'll see how far we get. Um, and uh, whatever I don't finish in this episode that I've mentioned um, just now, I will pick up in the next episode. I also will discuss where to purchase these remedies and how to use them. That is so important. You know, I can tell you that dandelion is important, but, you know, going out there and eating the, the, the you know, what part do you know to eat? You know what I'm saying? It's more to it than just stating something, you know, is helpful. So, 
you know, this will be a packed episode to say the least. So be prepared to take notes. Go back and listen to it again. You know what I'm saying? Take your notes. Um, it's, it's full of stuff and I'm so thankful God is giving me this opportunity to tell you about it. You know, I'm working on starting a book on these natural remedies. I've started writing and, you know, just waiting for more, you know, downloads of, of different, you know, um, herbs and plants that, um, are useful in different areas. Cause I take them myself, you know, you know, I will need more research and books to dive into. So this will take time and patience and a lot of studying in addition to praying, of course, and using some, you know, using some of these things, these different plants for my own issues. You know, once God gives me the okay to, you know, begin, you know, really going into getting this book finished and publishing, you know, I will let you guys know on the social media pages of mental illness. So I am like so excited to start this, you know? Um, so the first thing I will say, the first book I would, you know, recommend, this is the main book I use for my research currently. It's called Encyclopedia of Herbal Medicine by Andrew Chevalier. And uh, Chevalier, um, I'm going to say this is a beast a beast of a book and worth every penny. I think I paid between 30 to $55. I can't remember. Um, at, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, it should be at major book outlets. It not only gives you like the backgrounds of the plants and the herbs, it also, you know, gives you their uses in and on the body. You know, if it's something topical, you know, great pictures, how to prepare it. And it has an entire section on the most common ailments and what herbs help. Isn't that great? I mean, power packed with information. Um, I'm sure it's sold with major bookstores. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the different locations I use and brands I purchase for my own personal inventory. The main... Um, website or location that I use the most is Amazon, um, and local herb shops. They are, I mean, like you have like, you know, the good thing about Amazon is that the fact that you can, you have many reviews to sift through and research. Oh my God. I don't know why people buy things. And then they're just like, well, the reviews did say, do your research. I'm going to, I probably have said this every episode, whether it's the Bible, whether it's herbs in your body, whether it's spiritual, do your research. That is important. Um, you know, you just have reviews that you can sift through. And, um, I want to say that, you know, a lot of review, you know, types of software, you can even search keywords. So like, say if you are wanting to take cinnamon to help with your blood sugar, you might want to research that phrase, blood sugar. It's important, you know, knowing these things. I would say at least purchase an herbal encyclopedia so that you can do your own research as well. You know, um, local herb shops, you know, as I mentioned, along with Amazon, typically have people who have been doing this holistic practice and research for many years. They have dedicated their lives to holistic study because it's so rich of things that most people don't know. They are those people, those holistic uh, researchers and People who own these shops, they are great sources who, of, of who you can talk to and getting more information. But I must put a disclaimer out. The world is not all good. Do realize that some of these local shop owners and workers do practice witchcraft. So please use Google and Yelp to help you. 
Um, I just recently went to an Asian uh, market, you know, for my, you know, I'm in this little um, ramen phase, uh, the spicy ramen phase. And I'm sure some of you have already seen it on social media, but I've known about this ramen for years. But um, next to it, I saw like it was when I was a little further back, there was words, I think it was like, holistic or health but as I got closer it said spiritualism and I was like oh red flag um so just make sure you be careful in um who you're talking to as well if you're a believer also some ways herbs are prepared dates you know back to witchcraft as well um so we ain't playing with all that so just we are keeping to the normal and healthy uses um, you know, like sage is an herb and it's used, you know, to burn and ward off spirits. I don't know. I didn't really do my research on that, but, um, that's considered a witchcraft practice. So you need to be careful, um, making sure that you are finding normal and healthy uses. I'm not saying go dive into a rabbit hole of where, uh, witchcraft, you know, studying, but, um, just making sure, um, to, to make sure that these are normal and healthy uses, which I will be giving some of those. And that will be included in my book in the future as well. So thank God that he has trusted me to do this. And it's a, it's a lot of weight and, you know, it's a burden to have this responsibility, but, um, I just, I find this so important. So just hold on. Um, and as I'm giving you these resources, just be careful and, you know, be safe and pray about it as well. The, the brands that I use, uh, when I purchase my, my holistic or herbs or anything, um, is nature's way, nature's bounty, Carlisle, Sola Ray, which is spelled S O L A R A Y Sola Ray now N O W and pure, uh, Pure Herbs LTD. Um, a lot of these are in like Walmart, um, Kroger, uh, like just normal places that if you they sell any type of medication, they have this small section, you know, all those medications take up most of the, you know, side where the pharmacy is in our grocery stores. But the healthy stuff takes up one half of the aisle a lot of times. You know, any of the herbs that I have bought raw, usually I buy at a local herb store or Amazon has local herb stores as small businesses um, on their their app. So, you know, I hope that these resources, you know, about purchasing and learning more are helpful. If you have any questions, just reach out on my um the, the business social media pages. So let's talk about the different ways to make and utilize these remedies to get the properties that are necessary to help you. So all of these require dark containers or storage in dark places. Um, a lot of, you know, most bottles of um, herbal stuff is in like dark green or dark brown, or it's in like a white, uh, like a very, you know, you know, white, uh, container. So there, there's no light getting in because of course sun can affect it. And the rays, uh, from ultraviolet light affects that. 
Um, Cheesecloth, strainers, and funnels are also very important and are not hard to find at local supermarkets and herb stores as well and on Amazon. Um, the main way I make or use mines is definitely capsules. Um, I'm not one of those people that is not afraid to take big pills. If you're one of those people that don't like taking big pills, well, capsules may not be the way for you. When it comes to herbs, uh, some of those, uh, some of plants that um, that you can, you're usually trying to use it to get the oil out. Usually those capsules can come very small, uh, such as uh, garlic oil or elderberry comes in the capsules as well um, in very small oil and concentrated but if you're one of those people that can't do capsules um there are other remedies that I will mention uh, when it comes to capsules depending on the time management and availability I usually purchase my capsules already made or I do make them myself you can order capsules and herbs on Amazon and at local health shops. They may uh, be more, there may be more uh, websites out there, but this is the most convenient and efficient way for me. Okay, um, so a next uh, way to you uh, utilize the plants and herbs is infusions. You've heard that before, which includes drink infusions and oil infusions. Um, drink infusions are made by steeping herbs in boiling water with a strainer for several minutes and then removing that strainer containing those herbs and, you know, drinking the remaining of the liquid. That's like a tea, basically. Tea is considered an infusion. Um, oil infusions require oil, obviously. Hot and cold infusions are a bit different, but they have excellent shelf lives. That's the most important thing is making sure that you're using something that has an excellent shelf life. Um, you know, when you're making it yourself, you know, a lot of times you're going to get a better, excellent shelf life out of that. Um, olive oil is the most common used uh, oil in this method due to its ability to hardly ever turn rancid or bad, especially for cold uh, oil infusions. And olive oil has a lot of great health benefits as well. Okay, so the next uh, the next uh, remedy to do to deal with the plants and herbs is decoctions. This method is similar to drink infusions, but with decoctions, you're using like you're simmering the herbs in water and then you're filtering them out. Um, next are tinctures. Tinctures is the strongest method due to soaking these herbs or plants or um, cloves in alcohol which requires the active compounds in the herb to dissolve into the solution itself. Um, these also last the longest, obviously, because you know that, that if it's dissolved into the solution, it's hard to separate and it just has a better shelf life, you know, if you're, if it's stored properly. And that also means that they can cost the most when bought online or at a local herb store. But I'm telling you, it will last a while, a while, a long time for sometimes for years. Um, so let's get into these, some of these remedies. Um, I had to figure out how to come at this and, um, I did, you know, decided to research the most common causes of death and common ailments. Um, as we know, heart problems are at the top of both of those lists. I know most of the people that I know have that have passed, um, that what they call naturally is from heart problems. My father passed away from a massive heart attack, um, 
And uh, I just know a lot of people that have, you know, the food we eat, you know, not being active enough or not knowing how to work out according to your body, drinking and smoking habits, they all contribute to this. Genetics um, obviously play into it too, but I feel that genetics is not a death certificate. My, both of my, uh, my mother has heart issues and my father, as I stated, passed away from a massive heart attack and a list of heart issues. They both have their, like height, they both had hypertension. Um, you know, I have no diagnosis of heart issues. There've been times in the past, um, where I would, you know, have the, like a slight irregular heartbeat. Um, but that was due to anxiety and you see what I'm saying? Everything you do has an effect on your body. Um, and I do recognize that having, you know, being at a heavier weight directly affects my heart, such as my vitals are a little higher than I would like it at times. Like, especially like my, um, my heart rate, it's, you know, my heart is a little bit more racy and, um, and, I have to learn how to breathe properly. Um, when I was anxious with anxiety growing up, I would sometimes not breathe properly. I would, you know, hold, literally sit there and not breathe. Um, and I'm going to do my research on that. I, I wonder if some of us, uh, some of you that are listening, have you ever dealt with that? Um, just let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. We can talk about it. But, you know, lifestyle matters. Exercise is important, but you must know your body and know how to exercise. Always do your research and seek God in prayer to help lead you the right way. So let's go. Hypertension. The most commonly used remedies for hypertension are actually things you probably use almost every week. And they're all very well known and might surprise you. Garlic, beetroot, pomegranate, ginkgo ginkgo biloba, and ginger. Wow, that's awesome. It's good to hear when there's remedies that you know and are easily accessible. I think that's great. Um, Like garlic. I love garlic. Um, (laughs) Garlic has a lot of... Of great uses outside of the heart as well. It is best to take in oil form, such as capsules or pressed oil or fresh cloves. Not only is garlic good for um, preventing heart problems by keeping the blood thin, but it can also lower cholesterol and blood pressure. Isn't that awesome? A lot of us, when we have heart problems, we have higher cholesterol. And imagine you're taking something that can help you in both aspects. Um, If you do take blood pressure medicine, discuss this with your health care provider before taking garlic. Uh, Many, and I will say many doctors are not eager to offer you holistic practices because there is a rabbit hole of information about pharmaceutical companies who they get paid by. These doctors get paid by to pump you with their drugs. So be careful. If you have a doctor who has studied holistically or know holistic professionals, because sometimes with certain insurance companies, they offer a search engine in their insurance webpage, you can talk to them, be open to them. They're willing to help. Um, And sometimes you may have to take it in addition to your medication. And then as time goes on, you may not need those medications. Always do your research. 
Um, garlic also is an antibi antibiotic, um, especially in bronchial infections like colds, uh, flu, ear, inf ear infections. Imagine that my husband, he got, um, he had an ear infection. I want to say earlier this year. Um, and he couldn't hear well, and it wasn't a buildup of wax. It was just an infection. So I researched in my book and my encyclopedia. And one of the remedies was to cut up a garlic clove and put it in your ear for a specific amount of time and then take it out and um make sure you clean your ear safely and at, over time you know uh that ear infection left i'm just saying you know we have things that can help us you don't have to be pumped up with antibiotics you can take it with it but it is a natural antibiotic um it can rid you know reduce mucus it can rid your body of parasites in the digestive tract it can also be at its strongest when cloves are crushed, as I just said, you know, using that clove and waiting about 15 minutes for the allicin to form, which the allicin plays into the antiseptic and antifungal properties of garlic. Look at that. I mean, like, oh my God, that's so great. <laughs> I sounded like I really didn't care, but I trust, trust and believe me, I do. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the next remedy for hypertension. We've got beetroot. Um, you know, beetroot is used in, um, to give the red color to like impossible burgers. Um, it's a very wonderful, wonderful plant. And especially what we were going to be talking about specifically is white beet and red beet. White beet aids in hypertension. Um, but, it, uh, with this component, uh, beatine, I think that's going to be B. B T B T E. I don't know. It's spelled B E T A I N E. I think that's beta beta E. Maybe I don't know. It helps um, your liver regenerate. Oh my God! For my people that are that were prior alcoholics, as well, I would say I don't know if I was an alcoholic. Oh, probably. <laughs> For my the people, my prior people who used to drink a lot, this helps your your liver regenerate. Overall, gallbladder health, um, it lowers blood flat. Uh, oh my God, I'm getting tongue-tied. It lowers blood fat levels. That's amazing. And it aids in fat metabolism. And with red beet, and which is found in red wine, believe it or not, has a component called betanine. betanine. Uh, that one is spelled B-E-T-A-N-I-N. Um, similar to the previous one in white beet, but this one is helpful for immune health and aiding in lowering, lowering blood pressure by increasing your nitrate levels in your blood, you know, your nitric, uh, nitrous oxide, oxide levels in your blood, which helps relax your arteries. Um, so that, you know, when those nitrate levels increase, um, that nitric oxide in your blood helps your arteries to relax um, so that there's not a lot of um, congestion and a lot of uh, tightness in your arteries because that that can make your blood pressure um, increase. Uh, it is also used as a cancer treatment regimen. Regimen. Wait, let me make sure I spelled that right. I mean, not spelled it right. I'm saying it right. Y'all, I am tripping today. What is going on? How do you? Uh, regime. I don't know how I messed that up. Y'all pray for me. Um, <laughs> and this is best consumed in juice form. So much stuff. And we've only done two, two different um, 
plants. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So pomegranates. Oh my gosh, they are so delicious. Um, a bit tedious, you know, if you're eating the fruit fresh, but delicious nonetheless. Let me tell y'all about my experience with pomegranate as of this past weekend. So this past Saturday, I went to the gym on base um, in middle Georgia and um, <laughs> I took, I had some pomegranate juice. I took, I think the bottle was like maybe hmm, like 12, 14 ounces. Y'all know the little pomegranate juice bottles that are typically with the fruit juices in the produce section of grocery stores. I took half of that. I drank half of it. And um, I went to start my workout. Y'all, I couldn't even lift the machine. And that, my God, I felt the gag. I felt the vomit coming. And I was like, oh my God, no, please God, I can't throw up in the gym. I ran to the bathroom and I threw all of the pomegranate juice up. Well, that is one thing I, like I said, doing your research before knowing. Um, pomegranate is very strong. Um, it is known as a deworming agent. So maybe there was something in my digestive tract that was already, you know, was already in there and my body was getting rid of it or who knows, but it, it has a strong, it's a strong deworming, deworming agent. Um, and my, and it's, it can induce vomiting or nausea if taken in a, in a very high amount. And I drank too much. That's something you drink in moderation. Never knew that. I don't know anybody or people that drink pomegranate juice. Um, but you know, like I said, it's a learning curve. It's always about doing your research. But now that I know, I know that I can, you know, learn, you know, teach and, you know, talk about it and be, come from a place of experience. Um, it's widely known for its heart and circulation benefits, though. Uh, some specific uses that uh, pomegranate helps with is, uh, which include um, like capillary fr fragility, you know, like that's your capillaries being, you know, um, kind of fragile and um, not strong enough to help, you know, you know, moving the blood and everything. And, and another one is called angina. I know some of you have may have heard of this from maybe your grandparents or someone much older than you. And angina is basically chest pain caused by reduced blood flow to the heart and congestive heart failure, which is something my mother suffers from. Um, another random health benefit, uh, and I, this shocked me, um, is dental plaque prevention. Interesting, right? Like, <laughs> like dental plaque prevention, like, wow. Um, this is best consumed in juice form. Um, but if you're taking it in juice form, make sure that you are is moderation is best and research the amount that is safe for you. If you have a sensitive stomach, I would say avoid pomegranate juice. And I would say maybe if you've eaten the fruit before in the past and haven't had problems, we'll stick to that. Um, or, uh, I'm going to do some research and see if they have it in other farms for like capsules or something like that. All right, let's move on. So we have the ginkgo. Ginkgo biloba is an amazing herb. I take it personally and it's one of the greats. I'd say I'm going to like in my book, I know I'm going to have like one of those, you know, like little markers to let you know which ones I take personally that I know for a fact. Um, has helped me in some areas. And I and you're probably like, why? Why is it one of the greats? Because it's one of those that it isn't just circulation health. It is great for brain circulation, memory, and concentration. It has even been tested and recommended to patients with dementia and Alzheimer's. Can you believe that? Wow, amazing. Um, 
it is a great tonic uh, for your circulatory system. Tonics are so important. As we have gone through COVID, tonic is an important to flush your blood, to clean. It is so important, you know. I just I call it like a deep detox. That's what a tonic is to me. Um, you know, uh, gink, uh, ginkgo also it has um, anti-inflammatory properties. Um, you know, like it, it can lessen phlegm, it can relieve wheezing, you know, when you, with the, when you're thinking lungs and you're thinking your bronchioles, those are considerably most of the time inflamed, which is why when you wheeze, it's having a problem. Your bronchioles are having a problem releasing the air. It's more work for it. So when you're listening, let, uh, lessening phlegm, when you lessen phlegm and, um, you know, it can relieve your wheezing and it treats vaginal discharge. Ladies, we ain't even got to talk about that. Um, you know, especially after, you know, menstrual cycles, weak bladders, um, asthma, and, and just overall circulation help. It is best consumed as a tincture tablet or a capsule. Um, the tablet being, you know, like, um, like if you think of like, um, uh, I don't know, like just a hard pill, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, you mash it and it crunches up into a powder, that's the tablet. A capsule is where there is like a plastic, um, gelatin on the outside and the oil or herb is in the inside. So that's that difference there. And then we got ginger. Oh my God. We all have heard of ginger at this point in our lives. Very strong, very strong. I remember one time I made me a smoothie and I put a little bit more in that, a little bit more ginger than I knew to put in there. And man, it burned. It literally burned my throat. Not in a bad way, but it was just like a little uncomfortable. It is a very strong plant. Um, but it's a great, it's a great plant. Um, I use it whenever I have a tummy ache or I'm nauseous. Um, it can basically speed up stomach digestion and help in nutrient absorption in the digestive tract. So you're thinking about taking stuff together. Maybe ginger is one of those things you take with a vitamin. You take multivitamins that will help with nutrient absorption in the digestive tract. Um, it can even help us women when we experience motion sickness during a pregnancy. It aids in pain health as an anti-inflammatory. Um, in addition to the heart, it stimulates circulation. Um, so is it, it is an antiviral, um, and it is typical help, typically helpful in respiratory problems like colds, flu, etc. That's why you see a lot of teas that people make. Um, they put ginger in the tea. It's very, very helpful. In addition to its property of aiding in circulation stimulation, as I've stated, that can also result in sweating, which is great for controlling fevers because the sweating is making your body cool. Uh, so, you know, sweating is um, controlling a fever by cooling your body. I know that sounds really weird. Um, so if you're someone that already sweats, this may not be something you want to take and make uh, take too much. Um you know, so if you're somebody that's already hot, you know, maybe you don't sweat a lot, but you're already hot. This can kind of raise your, it could raise your temperature because it's stimulating circulation. When your blood's flowing, your, your temp, your body temperature is going to rise a little. Um, so just, you know, be careful. And that's when I say doing your research and knowing your body is important. So, wow, you know, we've really went through a lot this episode. We have had a jam pack episode. Um, I'm going to say this is a good stopping place. So uh, pr please run through this a few times. Take some notes. 
I, uh, like I said, I probably will be releasing a book on these remedy episodes because I know a lot of you are probably eager and you don't know where to go. And, um, I'm just, I'm doing my research and I'm praying and seeking God. And, um, they will go this, my book was my book or books. Who knows? (laughs) They go, we'll go, it will go more in depth, um, based on proper research citations and my personal experience. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and close this out with a prayer and, you know, I'll see you the next episode. I know y'all ready. Cause we've been, we've been, it gets a jam pack remedies. Hey, um, so God, I just want to say thank you, Father. Thank you for creating things, God, that thank you for creating uh, so much that we have on this earth, Father, that we will not fail, that we will not, you know, be alone, God, that we will not, we don't have to suffer, God. You've given us everything we need to succeed. And that also includes the plants, God, the trees, God, that has given us our air. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you've given us so much. You've given us so much, God. And as we seek you deeper and deeper, God, in our Bible, in our praying, in our worship, in our praise, God, in our intercession, Father, whatever it may be, Father, God, let us do more research into the things that you've created, God, in Genesis 1. And throughout the Bible, Father, the stories that you've given us, the warnings, Father, the different things that that you have in your word, God, to help us succeed in this life. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that your word is a light unto our feet. And God, I just thank you. I thank you so much for everything that you've given us. And I thank you, Lord, for what you've already done, what you've already created, and what you're doing now. What you're doing now in our lives, God. Let there be no distractions, Father. Let let there be no demonic attacks or assignments, God, against what we are doing, God, in your will, Father. And let it let our emotions and feelings that may try to cloud us, God, that may try to overwhelm us and situations that may occur, God, that are trying to distract us. God, let us just seek you even harder. Let us just seek you even harder than before. Let there be a cry out, God, for the for more of the things of you, God, and less of the world. God, reveal to us the ways of the world that we may have picked up on that we may have adapted, that we're unaware of, that is affecting us, that is grieving your Holy Spirit. And God, just reveal those things to us so that we can submit them, so that we can work on them and eradicate them from our life, from our habits and our thought processes. And I thank you, Lord, that you have given us something new, something fresh as we seek you every single day, every single moment we say your name. There's something new. There's a change happening, God. There's an atmospheric shift, God, that will happen at the mention of your name. And I thank you, Lord, that my flesh will bow in your presence, that my flesh has to submit, God, anything, God, any thoughts that I've buried, anything that is in our minds and our uh, our emotions and in our psyche, God, that we have buried away, that we have hid away, that we have repressed and suppressed, God, reveal those things so we can uproot it out of our lives, God, and give them to you. I thank you, Lord, that we are going to experience more of you, Father, that we are able to speak, God, to the enemy, to the situations, to the mountain, because we know it will move. We know that you have instilled the power in us, God, and that we are capable, God, of speaking to situations and seeing a change happen. I thank you, Lord, for everything, God, and God, 
I just ask you, Lord, for all these things in your precious and holy son, Jesus name. Amen. Oh my God. Like this is a long episode. I don't know because I don't really listen to podcasts outside of like my church and like, um, really no other ones. Cause I'm not really like on like streaming platforms for podcasts, but is this a long episode? Is this too long? Is it too short? You guys let me know. I let me know. I'm new to all this. I'm like basically like 60 years old. So I just need to have someone like to be like, Hey girl, you can make this episode longer. You ain't got to give us this little snippet snippet, but I hope I gave you guys you know, a lot of information, do your research, do your research, do your research, read your Bible, read your Bible, pray, 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 and seek God. And, you know, he will reveal, you know, some things to you that maybe you haven't thought of when it comes to your health. You have to ask. He's, he said, asking you shall receive, you know, how do you want me to lose this weight? How do you want me to deal with this cancer guy? How do you want me to deal with this high blood sugar guy? Ask God. I promise you, I promise you, God will not let you down. He's already giving you everything you need. Sometimes we just need a helping hand speaking to your spiritual advisor, being your pastor, your apostle, um, speaking to a holistic, um, you know, store owner or, you know, reaching out to me, you know, you have resources. Don't, don't suffer alone. You're not alone in this. And there are people that are willing to help you. I love you. I hope and pray that you have an awesome week. Or if this is the weekend, you may listen to this. I hope and pray you have an awesome weekend. Remember that, you know, to always seek God first in everything that you do. Always ask God and always talk to him. He's there waiting for you. All you got to do is talk. Love you guys. Have a great one.